Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Math Therapy Sessions podcast. Our guest for today is Zahra Thakur. She is the founder of One More Bite, which is her bakery startup, and they recently completed eight successful years of making customized cakes and cupcakes. She is an avid trekker, a travel enthusiast, and loves animals. The audio podcast is available on Spotify and Anchor. The links to that are in the description down below. Drop a like if you like this video, and consider subscribing if you end up loving it. And also, don't forget to comment down below your thoughts on the podcast. Till then, enjoy the episode. So Zara, you are the owner of One More Bite. Can you please tell what One More Bite is? Well, One More Bite is a home go- home grown uh, bakery, and mm-hmm. I started working. I used to I started working around eight and a half years ago. I mm-hmm. used to bake cupcakes and cakes and all kind of party desserts, whatever people want. Mm-hmm. And we just it just picked up super fast. Like people loved what I did. I I worked a lot, and it just got better. Yeah. from the time that i started like if you see the first cake i made <laughs> it was like it looked like a disaster like now if i if someone tells me like i mean the same thing at that point i used to take like 3 hours to do one thing and now i'll do it in like an hour and a half and mm-hmm. like the neatness was also like 20x better and um, yeah i mean so how did you come up with the name one more bite well we thought a lot mm-hmm. we it was basically also my brother and my siblings and my parents. We thought a lot about what to name it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like maybe, I mean, one more by now, if you go to see, it sta- sounds like kind of like uh, something that a 20-year-old would name. But, but I was 20, so it's okay. You no, know, don't I, you think I mean, it's a little babyish? It could be, it could be more but something. It, but it does not sound generic. It sounds very yeah, personalized. Like it is, it is personalized. Like one more bite is basically like you even like I have a tagline below. It's which says like, you can't, you can't have enough because mm-hmm. you, you'll definitely, I promise you, you will want one more bite. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the inspiration behind the logo with the whole butterfly thing and the cupcake thing? Well, uh, Cupcakes are one of the few, like after I started, cupcakes was the first thing I ever sold. Like I, I sold a box of cupcakes for 360 rupees wow. for the first, my first order. Mm-hmm. And butterflies is something I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Like I want, like I used to, like if you know how people like scribble on their books and do random things, I'm always drawing a butterfly. I'm always drawing something. I was obsessed, as a child I was obsessed with butterflies. Where I'd, like you'd always see me in the garden catching some fancy cool butterflies if you see my kitchen one wall has one it's creepy but it has dead butterflies also it has photos of butterflies also (laughs) but like i love butterflies Mm. so i kind of found this on google like an inspiration and i put it together and it wasn't taken Mm. and yeah and we just and basically it's like a cluster of butterflies and it's they're flying out. So it's like one more bite mm. and it's in the shape of a cupcake and it's butterflies. So all my favorite So things. win-win for you. Yes. So did you undergo any formal training? Uh, not really. I actually did, you know how you get, you go for these crash courses and uh, uh, yeah, for right. like two hour sessions where you just go learn how to make cupcakes. And mm-hmm. so this one morning I just woke up and my mother was like, dude, what are you doing with your life? Why don't you just do something? Mm-hmm. So I literally Googled 
cupcake baking classes in Bombay and there was one which was happening two hours like within two hours this was at 11 it was happening in three hours it was at two o'clock in Andheri I literally just woke up got ready and I went to Andheri for this two hour cupcake class then the next class I went was like I learned how to make a mm. uh, fondant customization and stuff like that and just basic crash courses like it wasn't even a course it was a one-day session you know so that's all I did and then it's just gotten better with practice because right ever thought of going abroad to study more about baking and you know I would have considered it Mm -hmm. I mean I mean I did consider it but by the time one more bite picked up like it picked up really really fast and I already had like a clientele that wanted stuff that I was making you know so I didn't want to and I was the only person working besides my mother like she was like my all-time helper like I need her and she's there like she was Mm -hmm. the best but um, like I can't shut my work for a month or two or three and go and study. I so mean, maybe it could have done me good, but I was probably so into what I was doing. Have, probably if it would not have done so well, you would have thought. If of I was going. not available, like if I wasn't available, like I'd work the whole day. My first two, three years, I had no social life. Yeah. Like I literally was working 24-7. Even if I wanted to chill with people, I'd be like, hey, do you want to come for a drive? We'll do a delivery. <laughs> like, <laughs> this was my social planning for the t- first two years. That's like, so cool and sad at the same time. <laughs> exactly. But it was so much fun because like, I, it, it was very nice. Like, And I used to eat as much as I made. So, which but, obviously now I can't. So, why did you choose baking as a career? Uh, Well, it's because it's something on the creative line Mm -hmm. like I know it's a fixed recipe that you follow for everything that you make but like I do a lot of customization which is exactly what an artist would do and Mm -hmm. after I quit veterinary science I wanted to do something in the creative lines because I knew that's something I would be good at my second option was architecture after veterinary science but I'd already dropped math in the 12th so that was not an option after and we had to give a couple of exams for that which I'd obviously not done at all so so yeah I mean what did you say again? Like, you know, the whole process of, uh, because what I wanted to ask you is, what does, like, you know, baking mean to you? Because uh, you have done, I mean, it's been what, going to be Modern close day. to a decade like yes. now into this business. Baking is something that is, it comes effortless to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's a talent that I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's something that, like, I, I love making desserts and taking it everywhere I go. Like if I if I if I'm going for a dinner, I have to take dessert and go. Like you know, people will be like, "Oh, why do you have to like t- do extra work so and take?" I love the appreciation. Like there's never been a time where someone's like, "Oh, this sucks." I mean, yeah, you're not gonna be mean to me and tell me it sucks. Fair there are. I mean, I would. I I do like constructive criticism. Okay, I do. I swear. Thanks for putting <laughs> that out. Yes, but uh, like. I obviously take the safe stuff which I wasn't going to like and then like I take in the appreciation is so much that it you just love it. exactly mean, it makes me so happy and it's like that's what it means like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like you know if I can add that special bit in someone on someone's special occasion okay just by literally making something that that is personalized for them and make their day even better mm-hmm. like you know the amount of people that message me amount of clients which they don't need to like they can just order a cake and take it and then it's none of my business but they'll 
almost like at least more than 60% of the people would be like oh it was really really good it was fab you made my day you made this one's day that one's day and I'm just like wow like this is this is what I live for <laughs> it's insane I'm also really bad at taking compliments to the face so it's good on text <laughs> so you started from home right yes and it must be just your home oven or something so I mean what all have you upgraded from day one Now that years. you say home kitchen, it was so funny because initially I started working from literally from the home kitchen for mm-hmm. the first six months, and I would start my day at eleven exactly when my mother would enter the kitchen to cook as well, mm-hmm. and like we'd be clashing into each other, and I'd do all the baking work with her and the customization in my own bedroom, and then in that first year December, someone wanted me to make some more than thousand customized cupcakes. Wow! So at one go. at like over a period of 3 4 days but okay. it was mad That's customization crazy. Three, days exactly uh, sorry five, around 5 days and but i had Still mom exactly i had mom and we literally like worked for you could say 16 hours mm-hmm. and maybe slept for 2 3 hours break mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. like again start working and we'd work continuous and she would do the housework and come and like help again and at night like we're downing red bull and coke and like just <laughs> trying to stay awake i've gone to sleep while painting the painting the uh, santa claus on the cupcake my mother has gone to sleep while making those uh, red shaped balls it was too funny it was too much fun But yeah, we started. Then I, because of that order, I actually made a kitchen out of the spare room that we had in the house. Mm-hmm. And then seven years I worked out of that. And after that, finally, last December we moved into a, another rental space, and I have finally have my own kitchen. That's with, crazy. With staff yeah. and all, and I'm just like, obviously it was overwhelming because I'm I'm not good, I think, at delegating, and I'm not. used to having people do It'll my work. It will test you as a leader of the room. Yeah, of course, of course. Like it's just the beginning mm. and I hope to get better. But like in, it's quite a task to like it's so much easier to just do it off instead of explaining to to the fools. So now looking back, mm. uh, how has been your journey so far? It has been What do you great. think about yourself? I would not I would not have it any other way. I think I'm a very hard working girl mm-hmm. and I love what, what I do mm-hmm. and uh, more often than not i choose work over 9 10 other things that go around in my life <laughs> i literally work all day and gladly like i love it i love doing what i do and yeah if you want to hang <laughs> let's meet at night <laughs> so uh, what if someone wants to j- make baking as a career yes or who's just starting out hmm. what would your advice be for them i would say uh, well I think you should really, you know, do a proper course unlike me. Like it's it's great that I started like, like this. Like a full time long term uh, course. Yeah, do it do it properly professionally. You'll know so much more. You your organization skills, your you know you you have that base ready for yourself. Hmm. You know like I it it I mean not like what I'm doing is bad. I I learned over you know over like years. Yeah. But you know when you when you've properly done it you know the base of everything you'll you'll know so much more and then you can obviously study more sky is the limit blah 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 but you know i just feel like it's better you'll you'll be more organized you'll you'll know how to do things a certain way and it's just better hmm. that's for quite sure. insightful so you also went to vet school for a few years and then dropped out yes why and is I'm that i'm glad 
but what was what was your reason for dropping out well uh, firstly because the college wasn't goregaon and they used no, to no they used to make me go to goregaon every day which was so far like i used to take at least an hour to go to college at like 8 in the morning and i had to go to the farm and collect eggs and all <laughs> these are my practicals at 8 am i have to reach ra colony and yeah, so it was it's goregaon it's not gorai or like <laughs> bo- like Okay, I don't know. Well, um, college was a lot of fun. Like the. No, but why did you drop out? Why Why did I drop out? Drop out because I have a I have re- like like my memory is really really bad. Okay. Like veterinary science is like MBBS into ten. You're not studying one animal. You're studying the full animal kingdom. Mm. Okay, to an extent, and I don't have that kind of memory. I I really tried, mm. but I got like. You know when you're studying so much, I'd I'd study with my friends the same one month right before the exam. We study the same amount, but I'm you know I'm writing the exam in the exam. I'm not able to. I can't remember the word because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like you know generic words like it's proper. You know how science is like everything has a term, right? I could not remember the terms. Mm-hmm. I I remember the explanation for the term, and I'd be like, oh, it's in, on the right side of the page in the book. But what is the term? So what was like the turning point where you decided, no, this is enough. I need. I think I, I should drop. Well, I actually didn't. Uh, I was studying to, in my second year finals, mm-hmm. I, uh, I failed the second year. Okay. And I was just like, and so. After the like after my first year exams, I was like you know I went to my parents. I was like you know I don't want to do this. Can I please drop out? And they were just like my brother sat me down. I said he's like dude for like three years you fought with your father and you're like you wanted to become a vet, wanted to become a vet. Now that you're doing it, now you're saying you don't want to do it. You know mm. don't be so dumb about it. Mm, just true. give your exam. This was before the exam only, before the first year exam. I said no, I don't want to do it. Okay, fine. I'll, the full family, you guys were going to Mahabaleshwar. I was like, I'm coming to Mahabaleshwar. <laughs> They made me sit at home and study for these stupid exams, and all of y'all went. Obviously, I didn't study at all. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh, empty house. Wow. <laughs> no, but, but so that was like, a, like uh, when you fail, that was turning point. Yeah, there, no, it, there's no way I was repeating the year. Okay. You know, because the mm. first year anyway, like I, I gave my exam second year. I failed one exam, so obviously I'd have to repeat the year for it, and there's no way. Anyway, I was dying to leave, mm-hmm. like, cause it was way too much for my brain capacity. Like, I cannot study so much. Mm. It's interesting, okay, but you should be able to remember it, right? Like, you should know what your capacity is instead of just doing something aimlessly. Got it. So, I that's why I had to drop out. So, in a limited time there, how was your experience? Well, it was a lot of fun. School. It mm. was a lot of fun. I met some really crazy people. <laughs> like I, I have some really good friends who are still my friends, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the studying wise also, like it was, it was nice. It was there was a lot to remember. I actually preferred the practicals a lot more. Okay, because even even in anatomy, the professor told me, "Oh, you have a very steady hand. You'll be good at surgeries." Mm. And I said, "Oh, now I do it on my cakes." <laughs> <laughs> Because I mean I do have a good hand, but like I should have the brain also. <laughs> I think you should change your name to Sugar Surgeon or something like that. Ooh, you can. All right. <laughs> so, but uh, why did you choose to become a vet initially? Oh uh, well, because I was so obsessed with animals. It clearly comes down through with my family because like my mother loves animals, my mama is crazy, and uh, I was a mad person when. 
came to pets in my house i've had like every single thing, thing that could possible like that i could possibly keep mm-hmm. from like pigeons to chickens to rats i had a full family of rats i had a i had a mongoose baby i had a water snake for like two days i had uh, kittens i used to feed all the cats in the building till people like pack them up in gonies and threw them and all which was ridiculous so i obviously my dream plan was like oh i want to become a vet i want to do this cuz i was so passionate about it even like even on tv like when you guys would watch cartoon want to watch cartoon network and like pokemon and whatever which was also fun but i remember i'd be like oh animal planet animal planet uh, natural geographic this is like cuz even with dad i used to watch, watch a lot of it hmm. so it was so interesting like the animal kingdom is insane so that i was like oh i want to become a vet but clearly just being just loving animals and finding everything cute is not enough so uh, i mean you have had so many pets hmm. uh which was the most unlikely pet you have had mongoose baby i used to love it he used to run a mongoose like, baby a mongoose baby it was this okay. this size it's like a rat but this size and they grow up to oh wait i've also had a monitor lizard, lizard. yes this guy gave it to me in college just a random senior he was roaming around with it and i said oh my god you have a monitor lizard can i have it and he said yeah take it and i took it home and i kept it in a jar like a huge jar and i'd give it one chicken piece every morning and he used to and he used to stink but he was i used to love it and then i used to open it he used to run around in the house and i used to keep him back i don't think i did the best job but and then this one day he just like i opened up cuz some guest had come and i was like oh my god have you seen my uh, pet mm. lizard uh, he runs very cutely okay <laughs> and i opened it and he ran <laughs> and then he went behind the cupboard and then there was nothing of him left i mean he clearly disappeared in mm. ugly para <laughs> but yeah monitor lizard and the mongoose baby was my favorite cuz he'd cuddle and he'd sleep next to my neck at night and like you know we when we were roaming around he'd walk up and come and like sit on my shoulder he was he was super friendly mm. and very cute so according to you who is this veterinary course for uh people who are obviously like passionate about animals mm-hmm. and who you know like you should know that you can be if you have that dedication to given 5 years plus masters because just being a doctor is not enough just like being a, a physician is not enough right mm. like you have to specialize in something people who are passionate about it also people who want to get into the animal husbandry sector you know because it's veterinary science and animal husbandry which is why we had practicals like uh collecting eggs and going and milking cows and what not oh it was nice but not when you have to go at 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> So it was a task i swear pick up the eggs wipe one one egg <laughs> collect it so it's for someone who's passionate and who's willing to be but, yeah you should know what you're getting into and i i mean obviously like i knew to an extent i just gone and seen the college once but it's a lot of studying like you cannot it's not a child's play to just like you know figure it out it's you have to be able to study that much you should have that grasping ability to mm. like you know do that Uh, you have fostered a lot of animals so mm-hmm. can you share something about that well i mean how did I you get think, into fostering i think uh well my first time that i actually fostered was all day i used to go to crawford market to buy all my saman mm-hmm. and uh i saw one cat on the side his eye was busted and he was bleeding mm-hmm. again he was just probably like maybe 3 month old mm-hmm. so i took him back i took him home and i took him to the vet got him uh, got medicines whatever um 
within maybe like two three weeks his eye had completely healed but obviously he couldn't see his vision was vision was gone mm-hmm. but like it completely healed i spoke to people i spoke to this uh, organization called world for all and i contacted them on facebook and i said you know like i'd like to put this up for an adoption for adoption mm-hmm. and someone actually adopted that cat who was randomly sitting in crawford market with a bleeding eye mm-hmm. like i he he grew up and after like 2 3 years that person even sent me a photo oh now he has a friend too cuz they had adopted one more cat so they had two and it was it was too good like that feeling of giving a life to something that probably had none it was it was beautiful i've probably fostered at least 30 cats 30 40 cats by now wow you know like grow, like they stay with me when they really like they've come to me when they're so small with the eye shot yeah you know so like you have to feed them wake up at 6 in the morning i don't mind waking up in the morning for this mm-hmm. like i'd wake up feed them in my sleep go back and they'd like pee over you and like it's it's dirty it's do- cuz you cannot like speak to a one day old kitten true, <laughs> or like true. they're not going to understand shit so mm-hmm. you have to um, be very patient but it's like a baby yeah they're so cute i want to i want to do whatever i can so really? i've i've fostered a lot and 9 out of 10 times they've actually gotten adopted which mm-hmm. was great like i it it's too satisfactory uh, satisfactory like because i my, love it because my next question was that like do you work with any organization or any foster not home? really currently i'm not fostering at all because okay. i also have two cats of my own and um any they or- hate foster, like me getting any foster like they get violent with me and they'll start scratching me mm-hmm. this one time they, he saw, he saw the like my i was holding my cat and he saw the other kitten in the basket mm. he scratched me on my face nati scratched me on my face because he was so irritated with just another animal in the same room so they obviously don't like it so i've stopped it and plus like these foster babies are too hyper and mm. like uh, i i don't also don't have the time for it right now any organization you would recommend people so that they can i only have dealt with wolf for all so they they're sweet you can you would recommend them yeah i have I, like all my fosters have gone through all for all only mm-hmm. there's this girl who was working with them and she fostered one of my cats and then like that's how it worked out can anyone foster animals uh well it's like having a baby that never grows up okay. so if you're oh like fostering anyone can foster as, as long as you have the time mm-hmm. like earlier also because i used to work from home i could manage it because like you know i know when i need to feed the cat clean it up I've had cats that have come that are paralyzed okay mm. where they can't even walk like they're dragging the second half of their body so i mean you have to you have to have that patience and the time not like you can't like say okay i'll foster keep it at home finish a full day of work and come home at night to take care of it mm. it doesn't work like it's not a full grown pet so no and um I've, i mean i'm following you on instagram and recently you have been posting a lot of pictures and photos from a lot of treks and hikes <laughs> so what's your reason to go on like treks and hikes well i actually just came across like you know got came across people who and my friends who mm-hmm. started going for treks by themselves they went for one trek before me and i was like oh you know i do my coming for one of these and i went for one and it was so much fun like this the first trek that we went honestly we didn't know how long it was and every few every 
ट्वेंटी मिनट्स वी लास्ट समान कितना टाइम मिलते अभी एक घंटा एक घंटा चार घंटा वी आर नॉट रीचिंग ऑन टॉप एंड वी आर ऑल गॉन इन नाइकी शूज आर बिकॉज लाइक वी डेंट नो बेटर वन टू केव इन फुटबॉल शूज इमेजिन थिंकिंग लाइक इट विल बी बेटर ग्रिप ऑल ऑफ आस हैव फॉल इन फ्लैट ऑन आर एस एट इज वंस ऑन दैट ट्रैक विच ट्रैक वॉज एंड दैट वॉज थिंग विद Well, the highest one I've gone to is Kalsubai, which is obviously the highest in Maharashtra. Mm-hmm. Recently, most recent one was I did was on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I went to to Harish Chandragarh. Okay, that's in North. Right? No, that's uh, in, Maharashtra, in Maharashtra. All Sayadri. Mm-hmm. Um, this okay. I'm gonna say it to you another time, but it was so much fun. Like, and those people had just become my friends. Like, I just got to know them like two three months back. But because we dealt with that trek together. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, now we're going to be friends for life for sure. Because <laughs> if we could do this together, we can do anything together. Because mm-hmm. it was so taxing, and even while coming back, and it was pouring, and mm-hmm. like we were walking in puddles with Nike shoes, and uh, and our socks wet, we were wet, we're looking like homeless people doing something. It was, and we had a great time in that in that mess. So But, it was, and yeah, tracks obviously are really exactly fun because the views. Want, yeah. the views are so good once mm. you reach up it's great like you literally i mean it's just like mountain ranges all around you at some point you're going to be in the middle of a cloud like i told you and it's beautiful, beautiful. it's it's too nice one thing you've learned after you know going on so many treks there's peace in nature there's so much beauty and you are nothing like you you know our our worries in the world are so small compared to this like you just go and you can literally like forget about the world it's just so so peaceful you get detached completely you get detached completely and the best part is hey you don't have network mm. <laughs> so you literally Detaching. like you're literally detached and you don't care what is happening you don't want to look back you don't want to think at all it's great And, and we only do one night treks like we literally like reach there before the sun rises reach the base so we start walking up so before the crowd actually comes in we're That's smart, we're yeah. already getting down so otherwise you know you're going to go with like 50 people around you and honestly that's no fun <laughs> any funny incident or memory you would want to share from any of the treks you've been to funny incident uh Well this one time I had gone for a friend uh, gone for a trek with one of my friends mm-hmm. and we reached there and uh, our uh, car was very very low on petrol okay and we went <laughs> our car was very low on petrol so we just walked towards the closest village that we could on the top mm-hmm. sorry on the base after getting down we okay. were like okay now what do we do Because you know how the car takes in more petrol when the roads are bad and yeah. stuff, right? And the first eight kilometers while getting out are bad roads. So we're like, okay, now what do we do? So we found one guy, paid him some money. He went on his bike to get petrol in his car in on in a bottle and whatever. And in the meanwhile, we were roaming around again, homeless. And obviously, we were very tired because we've been up all night and done this whole number. Then people. 
there was the we walked ahead we ate some maggie all of that and we walked a little more ahead and i feel i promise i feel like this is like the goldilocks story because mm-hmm. we went we found some tents hey the tents were empty <laughs> we napped <laughs> oh shit <laughs> we went to sleep completely empty empty because in the day who the tent the people who come to live in tents they only camp at night right mostly in the day so they are trekking and all right so you so we went in someone else's tent it was an empty tent there was nothing in it so we went should have taken the concern of the tent like you know the aspas there was nobody there was zero people you could only hear the wind and the grass there was no noise no nothing we went we said we'll sit for some time and we're like okay let's go and then we went to sleep did someone come back <laughs> nothing we woke up in mana and we went and by that time the guy had come <laughs> with our petrol <laughs> This was this was one crazy crazy time. Even my last trek was quite crazy, but it's a long story. Never mind. <laughs> all these crazy, all these uh, crazy uh, trek things happen with me only. Like mm. it, there's some like I don't think normal things can happen in my life. Some gadbad has to you happen. You have a connection, yeah, <laughs> for sure. You have also started working out a lot oh. since the last few years. May have reduced now, but. Uh, wanted to ask you what what uh, regime do you follow regime? well as of today i follow none sorry fts <laughs> but i want to get back <laughs> well uh i my entire life i've struggled to lose weight cuz i was this really 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 fat child obviously you know that mm-hmm. and i had an entirely super fit family from my brother my sister my father all of them are really fit so that's my inspiration to start with and uh, then in the lockdown we also had a really like we had a lot of time to ourselves like i i my work picked up a lot in the lockdown yeah. okay but besides that there was a lot of free time to yourself because you're not getting out anyway true so like i started following fts okay that's fight the sunrise is the regiment yes that's uh, his his brand re- name is called fight the sunrise okay and you have to check him out his workouts are very very hectic like mm-hmm. it's a one and a half hour workout but it will get you what you want like if you want to look it helped you it helped me like i had abs and cuts and i have never had i have never felt fitter and mm. more confident in my whole life mm. cuz i've always been like oh jadi moti golu <laughs> you know how people used to say this like casually call me like my name was not there they used to sometimes the jazara used to become a jadi a jada <laughs> you know what i mean so from that then i obviously want to become fitter i don't want to be motu was that the motivation behind it uh yes yeah, sure and the because i worked out regularly and properly followed it mm-hmm. i actually saw some insane results mm. so because of that like obviously i wanted to like i went all out in that one year and yeah i mean if you touch my abs this to kadak so how did the regimen <laughs> help you in your daily schedule uh i mean like you know working out honestly right now i the working out at that point was great cuz like it you know once you sweat it out you really feel good like while doing it you'll probably be like oh i'm dying or whatever but after the post workout glow is glow. a thing it's a thing, yeah. it's a thing like you feel so confident and you see you feel so fit even though sometimes you're so sore that i couldn't sit and stand at one point <laughs> but but yeah i mean it was it was good so we have come to our final rapid fire section 
coffee with Kara. <laughs> There's no hamper, but <laughs> that's sad. I'm just waiting for one more bite to sponsor us. <laughs> so we'll start with that. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant? You can name Royal Jana. Oh, that was quick. That was way too quick. Okay, I can tell you favorite for every cuisine also. Go ahead. Uh, well, Asian. Asian. Uh, Royal Jana. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mexican. I mean, this is online, but I love maize. The Mexican maize. The, me- mm-hmm. the Mexican is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, pizza is Pizza Express or Pizza by the Bay. Okay. And, choices, yeah. and Indian is Ishara because we loved it the last time. It's one of the Imagine, best Indian right? food I've had in recent times. Imagine, yes, so, I'd never thought. And seafood best is at home. Kokni food. Can't beat it. Favorite brand? What brand? Any brand. One more bite. Apart from one more bite. <laughs> one more bite. <laughs> Apart from one Come on. I don't have a favorite brand. Any anything is a brand. Your phone has a brand. Your clothes have a brand. Your shoes have a brand. What's your favorite brand? My favorite brand would be Louis Vuitton, I guess. I mean, if you think of it like that. Exotic choice. Yeah. Best hiking trip yet. Uh, Rajmati. Oh, Triund. Come on, our trek together, Triund trek. <laughs> Best ever. We did. remember how we reached on top and passed out for thirty minutes yeah. with the, the with the snow mountains and and like a sunny sky and like we just slept for thirty and windy. Wow! And the view was worth it. That was but my best. Time. But uske baad. Uske baad, Afan. Oh my God! Uh, He's a funny guy. Worst baking purchase yet. Worst baking purchase. Equipment. Or anything what you've bought for a baking business? Um, mm, 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 mm. I can't think of anything that's really, really bad. Something I mean, you, you know, there are a lot of like you know cookie cutters which you see on Instagram or you see as advertisement that you be like, oh, this is so cool for a party order. But honestly, I would rather just cut it out if it's yeah. for one order. So, no, people get cookie cutters for everything, mm-hmm. thinking they don't have to cut it out. But it's not something like an everyday kind of order, right? So you don't want to invest only in stuff like this. Use your. But what has been your worst purchase yet? Yeah, I have a couple of these time pass things that are just lying around. And you may not be using them. Anymore. Never, probably never. I'll make it for myself and eat it. But I didn't okay. need that in my life. Tea or coffee? Both. Tea and coffee, and then acidity. No one, zaru one. <laughs> What coffee? Okay. One thing you want to change about the baking business? Mm, I don't have anything in particular to change about it. I feel like no. One thing you think? I feel like every every other place that you go, you'll you know you'll find a specialty that people make, mm-hmm. and just enjoy it. Now, what is there to change? No, the baking business, like you know, what is happening? The whole. Anything you would want to, you think can be improved? Oh, uh, I have. I know a lot of things I can personally improve on myself <laughs> about the world. Don't care. Not the world, the baking business. Hmm. Something like, if it's worth it, they should not, you know, ask for discounts. Like, oh, oh, that, like that. Yeah, that's well, one. Yeah. Oh my so, God, so that is a one. whole another story. Like people really need to understand the the work and the effort and the 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 time that goes into it, and mm-hmm. stop 
behaving cheap about it yeah so that was my question yes like, you know, oh yes okay now I, now i get it yeah for sure like i think no but like depends like you know people who understand art <laughs> will know that it's not you know it's not something that's machine made and it's happening we are literally giving you like handmade customized to the tea kind of things like made with love made with love <laughs> so no. what's your favorite baking recipe my cheesecake it's the best that i do and mm-hmm. it will never disappoint anybody unless it's eggless <laughs> <laughs> one adventure you would want to go on night dive scuba okay and why i would really want to i want to see the sea at night under water i think it would be insane and imagine like corals will be glowing like this is it's in my fantasy world <laughs> i don't know if it's true but imagine like you know like every creature has this thing right like what if one part of it glows at night and all the all that beauty only going to see at night i want to see it most of my most of the people i know are like oh night me karne ki kya zarurat hai it's so scary i really want to do it i think you'll do it soon yep <laughs> that's it thank you so much zaru thank you for coming on this Ta-da. podcast it was great having you i'm And glad i came this is more like just a quick overview of what you do hopefully we'll have you again soon and discuss more in depth about your trips and funny for things sure. and because i i know you have a lot of them so <laughs> thank you again for taking your time and coming on this podcast love you thank you bye rashad my foot is taking ah now it's a different world how was it it was chill i just uh, just remove all the parts where i'm just starting